Hello, Sister Soldier. How are you? Thank you for your wonderful introduction. I am uh, glad to be with you. Um, as you know, we have known each other for some time, and it is an honor to be introduced to your podcast community. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm just so excited because um, your show is airing this week, and I'm just really excited about the people who will encounter the um, talk that we had and the just to hear the opportunity it is to get treated through the VA with chiropractic services as well as having um, wisdom about how to take care of our bodies. I think that's just so important that um, because if we're not keeping ourselves up, we might eat well and things of that nature, but oftentimes we, we tend to forget about caring for our bone structure and yeah. how that how that really affects everything else, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's a lot to be said about the um, American way and how we're used to kind of sucking it up and dealing with pain and, you know, even more recently, excuse me, even more recently, the opioid addiction has, there's several people who are dealing with pain and the rise in pain management clinics. And granted, there are a lot of people suffering from tremendous incidents and accidents and things of that nature. But the lasting effects of the pain medication far outweighs the benefits of um that, that it could produce. It might dull or it might reduce the pain, but there are other symptoms that come along with it. In chiropractic, what we focus on is restoring the body and the joints to movement, taking the pressure off the nerves and thereby releasing a lot of those muscular tensions and things of that nature. Um, I've had the wonderful opportunity to work with several veterans uh, through my office, and one of the things that I see is a uh, multiple, multiple injuries across the board. But what we try to do is restore the body and reduce the inflammation in the muscles. And a lot of people and most of our patients have had a reduction in their reliance on pain medication. And that's the goal, is to, to be yeah. able to live as close to a pain-free lifestyle as possible without the need for those medications or shots or things of that nature. Oh my goodness. You said such a mouthful that we really have to backtrack. I'm so glad that you talked about um, the opioid crisis that's going on now because people, you know, sometimes we think, um, you know, that, that people just happen to get a hold of drugs and they're just, they're, they're doing it for uh, pleasure. And oftentimes yeah. it stems from something like pain, something that is a challenge to deal with and is sometimes out of control and they don't know any other way but to take pain medicine or the medicine is addictive and they had no intentions on taking medication, but they, they had to because of the pain or it was prescribed and thinking that they were going to get better from it. And it went, it took a, a, an alternative turn. So yes. 
that that in itself is something that we have to consider when we're taking medication. I know um, I'm not a fan of taking a lot of medication. I prefer to do the the wellness way, the naturopathic mm-hmm. uh, course. But sometimes, just sometimes, there are times that I may have to pop a Motrin or um, you know, take the medication from the hospital when I get home because I had a surgery or something. But I try to monitor that. And sometimes it's, everybody's not able to monitor that, you know? Absolutely. Um, there have been um, many instances where people have been prescribed, prescribed legally by their doctor um, a pain medication or reduction regimen but those things happen to be have been opioids and in my additional studies and actually observing pain management clinics myself personally there have been people who as young as 16 who mm. played softball and you know broken an arm and been prescribed an opioid and they become addicted it's people who are these are not individuals they're everyday individuals they're not people who are specifically looking to go on the street and buy drugs. These are not people who inherently are addicted to um, street drugs. These are people who are trying to get out of pain. And what is happening is they become dependent on those medications. So the alternative has to be something that is going to get to the root of the problem. And the root of the problem usually can be found through physical medicine. Um, A lot of people have muscle pain and joint pain and nerve pain. And in chiropractic, we focus on joint muscles and nerves. So that's the benefit of seeing a chiropractor. That's the benefit of actually having a, a chiropractic, a chiropractor, excuse me, on your team is that you can actually find a alternative to using the medication, or even if you're on the medication at the time that you're seeing a chiropractor, you may be able to phase off if your pain goes away. And then you could deal with the problem of the um, dependency and trying to get yourself off because nobody, there is not just the pain, it's constipation, it's um, the dependency aspect of it, it's other things that are also come in contact or co- are developed because of the opioid um, intake. So these are things that we're trying to help people with, and these are things that chiropractors across the country have been preaching for years. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So, so you 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 touched on it a little bit, and I really want to know what are some of the conditions that a chiropractor treats you mentioned the the joints and the inflammation and you know what are some of the things that you you your your um your practice normally focuses on in helping people to heal their bodies well one of the things that i when i started the office was to um be able to help multiple people with varying issues um i have a an assortment of techniques that i developed and i've learned from my after my graduation or you know since my matriculation through life university 
that, um, and I've also done extensive hours outside of graduation learning different techniques, but it allows me the ability to work with varying issues. My first three years out of practice, I work with auto accident victims. And a lot of people think that that's all chiropractic is, and it's not. I have worked with pregnant yeah. women. I've worked with children. <laughs> my current my current oldest patient is 87 years old, the same age as my grandmother. So I'm working wow. with her. And um, I get so many varying cases. I have veterans who have rucksack injuries. I have veterans who've been in Humvee incidences and service-connected injuries. And so these are the things that I'm able to do and see in my office. And I'm very privileged because I take pride in getting people better and searching for the root. And if we can get you better, that is our goal. But more importantly, having people say, I don't feel the same pain. I can breathe. I can move. I can do X, Y, and Z when I couldn't do that before. And I've seen this many doctors and I've taken this many pills to be able to do that and be able to help people gain that, that sense of uh, freedom again is something that I really, really enjoy. So. Yeah, because that makes a difference, you know, um, being able to have that, that back relief. I know with having degenerative disc or being diagnosed with having degenerative disc that it sometimes get uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I can tell if I am, you know, a certain one side might be pinching a nerve or Mm -hmm. something. And the moment that I go in and have you treat me with, uh, you know, with the, the, the various types of um, techniques that you have, and trust me, again, everybody doesn't do those same techniques. Um, mm-hmm. It's I can I can immediately feel the difference. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm just glad. And, and I'm, I was told that by having those treatments in advance or in the progress as a as a as a lifestyle not just something that um i'm going in because of the accident that may have happened but to have continuous care continuum care is that um it's reduced the degenerative operation that could have continued to to um get worse you know and I find yeah, that I feel better by having it on a regular basis. It makes a huge difference. And um, I notice it in a lot of different things. Uh, my wife likes to say when we go out sometimes that I need to turn it off because I'm always looking at people. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, I people watch and I look at, there was a, I was in a building museum on Saturday and there was this little baby who, you know, normally babies crawl on all fours. This one baby, his leg was tucked under and he appeared to be healthy. I didn't speak to his mother, just just uh, an observer. But you could see where his pelvis was tilted. And I see mm. these things. And so these are the things that I like to focus on is how can we get your um, your spine back in alignment and how can we get your muscles to support your spine and how can we get your extremities such as your your elbow and um your 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 arms and wrists and knees and feet back into alignment and these are things that are important you know 
you don't realize that it's missing until it's adjusted. Yeah. And you get that motion back and people are like, oh, I can breathe or my feet are moving and I don't have the pain or I can move my wrist. And so oh, I could do a pull up or a push up. So these things are important. And I get this joy every day by helping people. And um, I have athletic individuals. I have people who want to be athletic. I have, like I said, a, a, a myriad of individuals that I could, that, that come in my office and I'm very um, grateful every day to be able to help people um, in that way. So, so how, how would, how would chiropractic services, how would you be able to even adjust a baby, you know, with having a pelvic issue? And not only that, the other, this is a two part question. The other Mm -hmm. question would be, is how could someone who normally is not very rigorous, you know, in their activities still end up with an injury or out of an alignment like that with their hip, with their shoulder, with their arm or things of that nature for someone who isn't barely that active? How, how, do, how does that happen? Okay. So to answer your first question, the, Biggest thing that that um, w- with relation to children is it's a misconception for a lot of people that chiropractors are going to use the same force on an, on an adult that it would a child, and it's further it couldn't be further from the truth. There are actually instruments that are gentle where you can actually make a small um, impulse into the spine, a very light impulse that will make a difference in that child. Um, there are, as a child gets older and their bodies are able to be manipulated with a little bit more force, it's, it, it's a very size-driven um, correction. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people are larger than others and they require a little bit more force and some people don't. And so, and some yeah. people can take it and some people can't. So it's up to that chiropractor to kind of adjust or self-adjust their pressure or tension to make it happen. You know, a lot of times I always joke with when I just do public speaking, like I have this PowerPoint and the first thing is um, what a chiropractor is not. And my first pitch is the Terminator because that's what people think that we are. (laughs) You know, you just rip people's heads off and it's like, that's not what I do. I actually, uh, my pitch to tell you, I say I use my powers for good. So I like to help people. And so I'm going to use the least amount. Yes. The least amount of pressure as possible. And to answer your second question, one of the things that is two varying factors. One is, is there a trauma that has been a significant trauma that you sustain or that your body sustained? If you have not sustained a trauma, the next most common thing I see is how do you sit and how do you sleep? I have a lot of people who sleep mm-hmm. in a fetal position. They sit in a fetal position. They get in a car. They're curled up in a fetal position. They're stressed. And so all of their body is spent in a ball. If you mm-hmm. think about it, if, if you spent 24 hours a day basically in a ball. We have people who sleep in awkward positions. They, um, I could... I can't even describe to you, I could show you, but there's a lot of people who have um, alternative, weird, uh, non-conforming sleep positions. The three best are 
to sleep on your back is preferred. Sleeping on your side and the least scientifically proven is sleeping on your stomach. And I'm not here to say that you have to change it immediately, but these are things that sometimes your sleeping position or your sitting position at work and your, your contorted position on the couch, sitting cross-legged, um, you know, sitting on both legs, uh, those things that people do because it makes them feel comfortable gradually over time will add to their, um, it's called a passive injury or passive misalignment that will happen. It's not something that you actively did, but if you sit in this position and you stay in this position for six hours a day for 10 years, that adds up to a macro trauma, you know, over the years. Mm. So, so, so for ladies who, I'm sorry, go ahead and finish what you were saying. No, 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 uh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. So for ladies who wear those very high heels, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm to the point now I can go maybe two, two and a half at the max. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, and, and, and some people may call that old lady style, but at the Mm -hmm. same token, I, I, it works for me. And so I'm, I'm satisfied with it, or maybe Mm -hmm. wear a platform. Mm -hmm. Um, for those who like to wear the five inch heels, the six, and I've, I've seen them even now to where they're like at nine inches. Jeez. Well, how tall are they? Four feet tall? <laughs> you know, sometimes that doesn't even matter. But exactly, I wonder, exactly. I wonder because I know what what beyond two and a half feels like mm-hmm. does for me in my back area, and that could be mm-hmm. because I may have had it because I've had an injury in my back mm-hmm. area. But I wonder what effects that have on their posture and you know, their bone structure over time. And most of the time, standing in those shoes, most women can't sustain that that a long period of time, 30 minutes or, you know, I've seen them put it on, put put their shoes on, wear them to church. As soon as church is over, which is a matter of two and a half, maybe three hours, they're running Mm -hmm. to get out of the shoe. So Mm -hmm. um, not to be judgmental, but in if, you know, it's it's kind of like, what's the purpose? But if we're going to wear them, what type of advice do you have that we can wear them and still not be destructive in our bodies in wearing a high heel? Oh, yes. And, and I will also go as a man to say, I appreciate the heels as well. But when you get to it, once you get past a certain point and you're doing damage to yourself, those are the things that you kind of have to balance out. Um, so if you think about a high heel and you're talking about a six, seven, eight, nine inch heel, think about the, the, the grade of angle that your body is, that is in and your pelvis is going to assume that. Your calves are going to assume that position. And that is drawing everything up and mm. tilting your pelvis forward. So if you are maintaining this, consistently over years, then though these are things that are going to affect your back, it's going to affect your pelvis, it's going to affect um, the length of your calf muscles. Um, mm-hmm. Famously, if you look at entertainers, and specifically I'm thinking about Mariah Carey, 
and I don't know her, I've just observed, if you notice someone who wears high heels a lot, they have a difficulty putting their heels on the ground because their calves start to shorten because they're always in that position. And, and you've seen women who can only walk on their tippy toes because their calves have shortened. And so it takes some sort of physical therapy or some sort of therapy to elongate or stretch those muscles out that have been shortened over time. So that's a long-term damage that you can, in addition to pelvic, in addition to bunions and the unsightly things. The things that you don't want. So there's a lot of um, things that come along with the cute shoes. And so making sure that your shoes fit are important that they're comfortable and that you can actually handle the lift heel that you buy. This is my recommendation. I'm very practical. And I, like I said, I appreciate a woman in, a woman in heels and, 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 and a good, in a great looking outfit and great shoe. But at the same time, if it's causing, if you can only wear them for 20 minutes, then it's really not worth it. And yeah. so taking a practical approach to, your um, everyday posture, your everyday thing, it goes a long way. And, you know, we're, we have our season for a long time and gradually we're going to get older as we do every day. And so the biggest thing is how can you age in a way that you are still functional and that you are not putting yourself in from your youth, putting your, your future self mm. in a jeopardy of, um, pelvic instability and your calves are tight and short and you have all these other issues because you lived a certain way or you uh you dressed a certain way when you were younger wow so i didn't know did not know that the calves can get shorter because of, because of not being able to stretch uh-huh. So, so I've seen short. ballerina dancers um, or ballet mm-hmm. dancers that walk on their tippy toes like that. So I guess that could be one of those effects of walking on the tip of the toes because they are no longer able to stretch in a normal manner anymore. Yeah, exactly. And putting their heels down. So um, having those high heels, like, again, over time, um, and, and like I said, if you look at your favorite entertainers and when you look at them and they're candid and they take their shoes off and when they're walking, it is either uncomfortable or they cannot put their heels down because it, their their muscles are so tight and short. Mm. Now, you mentioned the, the, the pelvis quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Can you share with me a little bit, what is the role of the pelvis? Now, I, uh, knowing what the role of the back is, is, you know, familiar. Everybody knows if your back is aching mm-hmm. that, and that it's an important factor to standing up straight. But I'm not too clear on the pelvis. And I know that there are pelvic exercises that they tell women to um, to practice when they after we've had children or something of that nature but I've never heard anything relevant towards you know chiropractic um reasons for relating to the pelvis well majority of our motion is driven through the pelvis you know you think about it we sit on our pelvis we we bend forward 
using our pelvis. We arch our back using our pelvis. So there's, it's a major intersection of motion. And when you have um, pelvic instability, pelvic unleveling, um, if you think about it, and, and most people don't really get it until they're fortunate or um, they, they have the experience of getting a tailor-made um, outfit that you realize that when somebody's doing your measurements, one hip is higher than the other or one leg is longer than the other, that's your pelvis. And um, you have some people, one pelvis is tilted forward and the other one is tilted backwards. One is higher than the other. So everybody has a different uh, um, alignment configuration, but these are things that actually exist in people every day. And so we look at how we dress, we look at our belt, we look at our skirt, we look at our pants. But if you stand in the mirror and you're honest with yourself and you look at your shoulders, look at your pelvis, look at your knees, look at your feet, a lot of times if you are paying attention, you might notice some sort of discrepancy. One might be higher, one might be forward. Um, I've had people who, who've had a tailor-made suit come in and they had to alter one shoulder because one shoulder was protruding out further than the other. And then once we identified those things, we were able to kind of adjust it. Those things started to normalize and it changed the measurements again. So these are, these are things that, you know, we, we really don't think about until you're spending money to purchase an outfit that's made specifically for you. That's alternatively altered so that mm-hmm. it can look like it's normal. So, so mm-hmm. with, with that, this is, this is really rich because um, I sometimes look in the mirror and it looks as if one side of my hip may mm-hmm. be higher than the other. And I can notice that on other people. So mm-hmm. what you're saying is that chiropractic services can help adjust that I know I don't have the pain anymore um, mm-hmm. that I would normally when I don't have the 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 um the treatments. But are you saying that having um those chiropractic services done can adjust the pelvic? Is that possible? It is possible to adjust the pelvis, the sacrum, which is the bone that um sits in your back. It's the, it's a pie-shaped bone. And also your um, the front pelvis or your pubic bone. So those are the three major contact points of your pelvis. And I work with people on a regular basis to get their pelvises to realign. Um, sometimes I have individuals where their pelvis is so unstable if they sneeze, the description is it feels like their pelvis is exploding or they have to lean up against a wall because their pelvis is unstable. And these are things that, you know, PTs and chiropractors alike can help with in terms of putting you in the right brace, putting you in the right pelvic alignment to help reduce a lot of those situations. So um, the pelvis is very important. You know, even looking at your shoes, um, we look at how cute our shoes are, how nice uh, I am. I love shoes myself. Um, as a man and so looking at your heels and putting your shoes Mm. and looking at your shoes from the back you can tell what side is wearing 
quicker than the other. We all have some people that we see and their shoes are worn specifically on one side. That's an issue that could be in their foot. It could be in their pelvis. There's a lot of different things that chiropractors are trained to find and trained to look for. So I think that um, it's hopefully this conversation enlightens people to let you know that it's not just about car accidents and you know, oh, well, my, yeah. I, I, I wasn't in it. Yeah, it, it's so much more that I'm able to help people with. Um, everything from costochondritis, which is like ribs and um, having people having like seatbelt injuries from car accidents and, um, and even other injuries related to uh, physical activity, to um, pelvic, to feet, to sprained ankles and alike. And so I've been able to help athletic people stay in the game. I've helped people to who would like to be athletic to actually get to this point where their bodies are stable enough to resume some light activity. And then even the people who just want to get out of pain and just live their lives, we don't judge. It's the thing where we want to help you live the life that you, that, that, that you want to live. Yeah. So, so for somebody with flat feet, what, what type of effect would that have on, on their body? Because um, like after being in the army for, you know, 21 years, I noticed when I got out, they had to, to give me some special inserts for my feet because my arch began to fall. And I know that that has, you know, untreated, the feet would start to go inward because, you know, if there's no arch, then now it's a flat foot. But how would that, how, I'm, I'm imagining that that also plays a factor in someone's pelvic bone or maybe um, aching back or, you know, not just their knees, but their, the rest of their body because it's not, it's not settled, it's not even. Yes. Um, the um, arch in the foot, there are three arches in the foot. And um, a lot of people have either a collapse of one um, or more. Um, some people are fortunate where they maintain all three. They have the perfect arch and it's great. Some people have higher arches and it's not. Um, it's, a, it's a few things to, to consider. Um, the, there are certain type of shoes that are beneficial to people that have falling arches or who, who have flat feet. Um, usually those are not the flats for women. Usually those are shoes that have a little bit more structure to them. And so finding the shoe that has that, that provides some sort of support for you is key. Um, secondly, um, chiropractic can help with restoring joints in the foot. Uh, I have a certification in extremities. There are a lot of doctors who have, um, there's a slew of us who have a certification that we have learned how to properly adjust and maintain the foot to restore function in the foot. And then lastly, two orthotics are going to be key. So um, there's many different types of orthotics. You can get the, you know, what we call El Cheapos, or you could just kind of run in the store and just grab some. You can go to a um, running store and actually get your foot scan there. But I encourage you, um, if for, for the most for the lasting effect 
uh, and the most beneficial that I have seen uh, personally, getting your foot adjusted and molded and then having those having that mold made into an orthotic to support your foot is the best way to do it um in in, in my professional and personal opinion so but you're telling me that, is, that we can get our feet adjusted too <laughs> if it's a bone if it's a bone chiropractors can move it and and that's the thing like not everybody um not every chiropractor focuses on extremities but there are chiropractors who have extremity experience that can help you with a rotated ankle with um with it's so many uh, it's a long list i think we could probably spend another 20 minutes just talking about the feet wow. however but it 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 can you can receive benefit from that plantar fasciitis is a big one that I see. I get a lot of runners with rolled ankles. I get some people who have flat feet, people who have calluses that are so uncomfortable that they have to either shave them off or it's very difficult for them to walk. These are things that I see, and a lot of times it's related to your foot position, your your joint mobility, and actually whether or not your arches are in place. So. Um, to kind of sum it all up, there's a lot of things that can be, um, can be helped through my profession. Again, like I said, there's a lot of people who are trained to specifically look at it. And personally, I've received a lot of, um, cosigns or, you know, people who have been impressed other professionals because of the level of care that I've taken and people like myself who've taken to actually help people get better and provide quality orthotics for their feet and uh, quality care. Wow. Wow. Well, that, you know, um, the feet, <laughs> the feet alone, if the feet hurt, majority of the time, the whole body will hurt. Yes. So that's just as equally important to, to care for your feet. So I hope that you're enjoying this conversation here. This is Sister Soldier, and you're listening to She Vet Talks Transitions um, that with Dr. Henry um, Jenkins from Paradigm Chiropractic in Washington, D.C. And uh, Wow. Wow. Woo. That was really good. That was really good. So, so to, to kind of, you know, I've, I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, what, what keeps them from going to the chiropractor is the fact that they hear, you know, they've heard their neck crack or, their back cracked when the chiropractor did an adjustment on them. What is mm -hmm. the purpose of the cracking? Does it always have to happen? And should it hurt if it's done? Okay. So the purpose of the adjustment is to place it back in a neutral space. So if you can imagine a, um, 
a a crescent or a half moon. And the half moon, both edges are facing back to you. There's your disc is, is and your vertebra are kind of shaped like that. And if you look at it, that vertebra will rotate to, or that disc could rotate to the right, or it could rotate to the left. And so if you can imagine your entire spine being a stack of those, with your lifestyle, with the things you've done individually, and if everybody can kind of imagine that, these are things that happen. Falls, the jumps, the exercises, the way that we sleep and sit, et cetera. What happens is your body becomes misaligned. So when a chiropractor goes in to make that adjustment, he or she is actually moving those vertebrae back towards the midline. They are actually making that that um, crescent moon more balanced and, 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 and towards you. And so that noise you hear is the release of gas from, from the joint. Wow. Um, you've seen it. So you've seen it's CO2 gas. So you, you've heard people say they don't believe in chiropractic. They don't believe in this. They don't believe in that. And then you've also have heard some unfortunate incidences of people who have had, uh, what's called cardiovascular or um, or uh, dissection of the vertebral artery. And there's many different factors that lead to this, but studies have shown that chiropractic has a one in a million based on the literature and the research that one in a million um, incidences of per adjustment of that happening. Um, there's a lot of other professionals and professions that don't have that degree of um, of incident or ratio. There's a lot of uh, professions and that are comparable, but a lot of times we're vilified when someone who's known has an incident. But there's so many people who are helped by that happening. In my office, we take every precaution we can to avoid those situations. And a lot of my colleagues do the same thing. And so no one wants to be on the recipient end of someone that we've sworn to care for to lose their life. No one wants to be on yeah. that end. And so so we take care in it. And, you know, I look at and I'm reminded all the time that I have someone's life in my hands. I look at your vertebra. I look at your your arteries and I'm looking at blood and pumping in these arteries and I'm talking to my patients. So these are things that I, I take personally. So, and a lot of my colleagues do too. So it's not just, we want your money. It's not just that a lot of, we care and we want to make sure that no one um, is injured. And so when you have those things to happen, it's definitely devastating, but we know that for the majority of chiropractic, we are helping our patients. We're helping people get better. And uh, with the population that you serve, Sister Soldier, we know that it's far more veterans that aren't being treated or reached out to that need our help. And so that's why, you know, I've been working with this community and your community for a long time for the past four to five years is that I realize there's so many veterans that need help. And, you know, with, unfortunately, as the VA system transitions, 
and they are continuing to evolve. You know, there are other outside entities that are in place that while those things are happening and there's programs in place to help uh, help veterans see outside practitioners, I think this is the perfect opportunity, the perfect segue to help people. So um, I take my time and my care to explain things to people. I want you to understand what we're doing. Uh, we are not a factory. Uh, we don't yeah. just run you in and run you out. And so I'm actually in... I know tons of people who are interested in your rehabilitation, your your well-being, and you actually feeling better. Um, so there's um, so many individuals who are suffering from things that that we can't even imagine as civilians, but they have expressed to me that they get relief beyond what. Um, what they came in for. You know, there are several people who have PTSD and so on and so forth. And I'm not suggesting that we cure PTSD, but there's endorphins release. There's mm. nerve pressure released off nerves. There are other things that happen that benefit your body that could help you moving forward. So if we can help you, as I know we can, and you're you know looking for an, an alternative to the pain meds, then definitely I would suggest a chiropractor. Now you mentioned endorphins being released. Now that, that also is powerful because stress. I noticed Mm -hmm. that when I get an adjustment that it's a lot of stress relieved from my body, you know, Mm -hmm. um, which causes me to have a more pleasant atmosphere, more pleasant mood and feel better all the way around. And so that, 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 that in itself is worth its gold. But I want to, you know, just say that if anybody out there is afraid to go to a chiropractor, you just have to make sure that you um, first do your investigation, your research on the chiropractor that you're considering going to, you know, look up their ratings and call and ask questions. Because like Dr. Jenkins mentioned, they don't, his office does not just get you in and get you out like, uh, you know, a herd of cattle, but they actually, and he actually takes the time to explain what's going on, what's happening and find out what's, what's been happening so that he could properly treat what is going on, um, with your body. So I so appreciate that because that's not the norm and, and it's not found everywhere. So when I, when I, when I found, you know, when I was introduced to your office and, and to your practice, I just knew that I was like, Oh, this is, <laughs> this is <a laughs> right here. And not to mention that I began to feel better and it lasted a long time, you know, after several uh, consecutive, um, you know, treatments, then after a while, it began to sustain a lot longer, but it's still needed and still required. And I still enjoy getting the adjustments because I know what it's doing for my body because it's, it's uh, funny how I can feel sometime how maybe my, my bones begin to try to shift back into its old habit, you know? Mm. So um, I would just advise anybody, if you have, 
issues that you're having a long time standing up or, um, you know, back problems, sleeping. I will even have problems laying down and not being able to sleep well at night. But getting the adjustments really helped me to have a, a better night's sleep. So um, it's just so many rewards of having a chiropractic treatment. And I really appreciate all of the different detailed uh, descriptions that you have given because there are so many times that we don't think that those parts or function of our body has anything to do with a chiropractor, you know, um, and a general practice doctor, the only thing they may know to do is to either get an x-ray or uh, physical therapy, but the physical therapy doesn't really address the issue, you know, in medicine. And so finding something that's going to help omit the pain in a in another manner without having to take those pills or um having to have long um long a longevity use of medication is always better in my opinion and i and i definitely agree that that's been my approach um again you know i i never bash uh their individuals medical doctors the, the thing is, is that, you know, there is space for everyone on your team and there's space for a great chiropractor, there's space for a great uh, general practitioner and so on and so forth. And once you compile your list of individuals, everyone has a different function. And I think that we can all work together yeah. to make sure that you benefit and those we can transfer the information to each other. And therefore you have a team approach as opposed to, I'm going to this person for this in this case yes. and this person for this place. And so what ends up happening is you start to develop a stronger sense of, um, of wellness as opposed to just feeling like you're just a cog in the wheel and every person is trying to either take something from you or, you know, even with, yeah. you know, like unfortunately for some people, their caseloads and things of that nature makes them, um, makes them feel like they're a cog in the wheel and what we want to do is take that out of it and you know i try to uh, get people to see the the bigger picture and these are the things that if we can combine certain things we might be able to save you time or you know you being on medications or you actually having to deal with so many different physicians where, you know, there might be something that a chiropractor can actually help you with that would alleviate, you know, the need for all of those things, obviously with your doctor's consent. But once yeah. we figure out the problem, let's talk about it and let's see where where your things are. So Yeah, that that is so good. It really does take a team. It really does. And and I'm grateful to have the wisdom and you know, to to be able to, like you said, have everybody's opinion come together and collaborate with it because working together and it oftentimes will help figure it out a lot quicker, a lot Absolutely. faster. 
Yeah, yeah. So I want to just say thank you for this vast amount of information that you have shared today. Um, my goodness. <laughs> it I, is I my think, pleasure. My yeah, pleasure. it makes me want to run back to the office like, hey, I need a treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Really, oh, yeah. really awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, um, you know, just looking at all those areas that you mentioned were, you know, areas, a lot of them were areas I never even considered a chiropractor to be a contributor towards healing, you know. Um, uh -huh. I, I always thought, you know, uh, the physical therapist, you know, that's the first thing that, uh, that came to mind is sometimes the stretching or doing other exercises or things like that, but not knowing that it, it would really help by having it treated by a chiropractor to go a little bit more deeper in insight. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's the benefit. And I'm hoping that your um, listeners get gathered that from the, our conversation because it's that important. And um, there's so many more people that could be helped. I, um, the, the studies, uh, they vary, but there's a small percentage of the population that actually utilize chiropractic. And, you know, for whatever reason, uh, some people have had bad experiences. Some people have had, no experience. They've just gone off of what they heard or saw on TV or so on and so forth. But there are people trained to help. There are people that are caring, giving, and ready to get your body and help you live a better life. So mm. that's that's my message about chiropractic. You know, my job satisfaction is 100%. I love what I do. And I know so many other my colleagues that love what they do. And we are giving people, we're loving people, and we're trying to help as many people as we can because what we're giving is far more than what we're going to get back. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Because um, that having having someone on your team like that you know, it, you can't help but love what you do. Can't help but love what you do. So I just want to say thank you again for showing up here and sharing. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that all the listeners, and real quick, Dr. Henry, can you share the name of that program that you um, mentioned that veterans have the opportunity to participate in as far as having their chiropractic services provided to them through the VA? The current form and the current name of the program is the VA fee-based service program. Um, there's also the Healthy Vet, Healthy Choice program. And um, it is my understanding that it is funded. Um, our um, the president has announced that he's put some more money towards this program. So there is, to my understanding, that the program is funded. I just think the vendor, excuse me, I think the vendor may be changing soon. 
because as you know, with government contracts, the vendors change periodically. So we have to see where things are going to go. But as far as I know, there is a program that is in place that veterans can call that can get services. You could talk to your VA doctor and ask them um, if there's not a VA a chiropractor on sir, on staff at the VA, that your VA doctor can can direct you towards that program and the service. Um, and I think that it's one of the greatest programs that most people, most veterans never know about. Yeah. And TRICARE West um, and TRICARE East, they also have a program if you are um, not located near a facility of which there is a military installation, then in the, in the services are provided by the VA, that they will also cover uh, chiropractic services. And that's, a, that's something that we just are not familiar with. Um, so it's called, there's also the Veterans Choice Program that when those, those places are at a distance, then the veterans have a choice to, uh, to visit a, a physician or get uh, medical treatment through civilian parties. So, um, yeah, so those are, those are the resources of which you can check this out. Just kind of go, go online and, and look up the Veterans Choice Program, as well as the TRICARE East and TRICARE West and contact them, ask, contact them and ask them if they will cover any chiropractic services based upon your distance from the military installation. I want to say thank you again for listening. You are listening to SheVet Talks, Smart Transitions with Sister Soldier and my guest, Dr. Henry Jenkins. And I want to say thanks to our sponsor, which is She Works Digital and SheVet Inc., um, it's been a pleasure to, to chat with all of you today and visit our website at www.SheVetInspires and check out our shows. Dr. Henry will be airing this week. So you don't want to miss this. You want to catch that, that, um, segment where he's talking about the benefits of chiropractic services and what it's like to be a chiropractor and as a choice of career. So this is your girl, sister, and I want to say thank you once again, and I hope that you will join us again, share us with, share this podcast with everybody you know, because why? Somebody needs to hear this. I'll talk to you later. Deuces.